Bilky, it is another Friday afternoon. Yes, it is. And some things dropped this week, didn't they? Yes, they did. We're going to talk all about those things right and now. Let's get that intro music going and have a good time? <laughs> Question mark? I can only read what the prompter says. I wish we had a prompter. I also wish we had a prompter. <laughs> Welcome back to a little bit of nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. As usual, I'm your host, Jalen Holson, and joining me today is a man who has an infinite amount of hopes and dreams for the Marvel DCE and DCEU, um, uh, Mr. Stephen Bilkey. How are you doing today, sir? I'm just, I'm fucking awesome, man. <laughs> That's how I am today. It's lit, isn't it? Yes! Well, this week we had two trailers come to our attention. One is the most obvious, the Marvel Infinity War trailer has dropped it is here they are no longer hoarding it from us like they did at san diego comic con we've witnessed it finally finally we waited patiently i wasn't gonna watch that bootlegged stuff at all no way no i want the real deal only exactly we also got some crisis on earth x things to look at the cw crossover happened this week first of all let me just say it was amazing but i'll get into more later Oh, and then we're talking about um, Batman, if he were an anime, though. Question yes, mark. and I am so excited for this. We have to put the link uh, to this video in the description. Absolutely. How does Japan do it right, and yet Warner Brothers still can't quite get their stuff together? I don't know. Is this, like, their first ever attempt at a Batman anime, too? That's what I want to know. I feel like yes. I feel like the answer is yes. But let's get into it. So, like I said, first on the agenda, Marvel released their Infinity War trailer. Oh, it was everything, wasn't it, Bilky? Yes, it was magnificent. We're going to try to break down the trailer the best we can and uh, go over some stuff that we liked and were awed at. And we're probably going to do our a, a second prediction of who's not making it and who is making it out of this movie. We did one a while back, but that was pre-trailer. Now we, now we got some stuff to look into. So, what did you like about the trailer, Mr. Bilky? Um, what did I like about the trailer? You know what I really liked was that, um, Infinity War Spidey suit? Oh, the Iron mm -hmm. Spider, bro? It was amazing. Yes, that, uh, that caught my eye, obviously. I was really hyped to finally see Thanos, not just the chin, Bruh. but, like, actually see him. Bro, when he walks out of that portal in the trailer, it is going down. Like, the way, just his body language is like, no, I'm running this shit. Yeah, he, <laughs> he came to fuck shit up, honestly. <laughs> Uh, we got to see Tony Stark in like a basically a hoodie the whole time. We got a couple new looks at some new Iron Man suits. We saw that the Hulkbuster is making a return as well. I was, yeah, hyped. I was hyped as well. Whenever he lands and like all the all the dirt and debris just starts to pop up, I'm just like that thing is massive, dude. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is going to wreck someone. And we see basically any character that they have had in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, since the beginning of time. We see. Uh, what was it? Black Panther, Doctor Strange. We get to see Wakanda again. We get to see uh, Vision, Black Widow. We get to, blonde Black Widow, by the way. Yes. How do you feel about that? I, don't... I feel all types of ways about that. Oh man, you like you like the blonde widow. Got to see Vision and Scarlet Witch, of course, and their relationship looks like it's getting further along. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? Who else was in there? We got there's so many. Falcon. We got a nice shot at Falcon. I was gonna say, uh, is I don't think I saw Ant Man. 
I did not see Ant Man in this trailer, but or maybe he was in the maybe trailer. he was, and I didn't <laughs> see him because he's an Ant Man because the ant the shrinking because he's like an ant size. Get it? Because uh, I'll look again. <laughs> Oh, but you you mentioned one of my favorite things in the trailer. One of my other favorite things was that uh, in the middle of the trailer, he's giving this big speech, Thanos is, of course, and then all of a sudden, he just wrecks Tony Stark in the Iron Man suit, bro. He throws hands, bro. I was like, oh, Whenever he kind of flicks the second gauntlet, or the second Infinity Stone in. Yes. Uh, That was also confirmed in the trailer that Thanos has two. Now, I thought he had three already, but apparently he had the one from Guardians of the Galaxy, the Power Stone, and then he has the Space or the Universe Stone in this trailer as well. So that's going to be interesting. I, I like that they're giving him, like, something to achieve and do instead of him just, like, showing up and not really have anything other to do than to just destroy Earth kind of thing, you know? I think that's interesting. I think the Vision's going to be out in the first half of the movie. 100,000%. Listen. We're if we're let's get into who who's making it who's not. We we've speculated for a long time Vision wasn't gonna make it, and this trailer kind of put the the nail on the head on like there's no way. It's sad though because I mean both of us actually like the Vision as I a love, character. I love the Vision, but yeah, he's he's good. Nah, nah, no. no, sorry mate, no. sorry mate, sorry mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain America's also in this trailer. I don't know how I forgot that. Oh but yeah, the bearded one. Yeah, the bearded Captain America, the rebel. The war criminal the Captain war. America is in this trailer. Um, do you think he's making it out of this movie? There's been a lot of stuff mm. about his contract, whether he's going to keep playing the character. Honestly, he might die. I I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's kill Captain America. Yes. Uh, we got to see Bucky in the trailer. He's also been defrozen in Wakanda. I don't know that that means necessarily that he's free from the hypnosis, though. Just because they freeze him doesn't mean they fixed everything. Maybe they did. He had a look on his face like he was not really for the winning side. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, he has to take down the threat of Thanos to save the world, but it looks like he's still not necessarily a good dude. Yeah, it could be. Uh, Let's let's speculate just a touch here. Now, if if Captain America does die, who do you are you okay with it just going straight to Bucky? The mantle of Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I, I have a different proposal, however. Okay. Uh, in recent Marvel continuity, Sam Wilson is actually Captain America, the Falcon. Uh, and I – listen, we're getting more diverse in these movies. They have Black Panther now, and there's an amazing comic book run that addresses uh, racial diversity in Sam Wilson's Captain America. The storyline's called uh, Not My Captain America, and basically it's just Sam Wilson having to deal with being the black Captain America and people not responding to that particularly well. So I think that would be a very interesting movie. Kevin Feige has said Phase 4 is going to be very different because people are dying in this Infinity War movie. So why not sh- like prove that and show how different it's going to be like I think tonally as well, it could be drastically different in these Marvel movies. They might not be so cute and Disney after these movies. I don't know about I you. I hope so, dude. That whole proposal had my mind blown. <laughs> exactly. That would be amazing. And especially right now, in, in this Trump America that we're living in, I think this movie would be a huge, at least conversation starter. And Marvel's tones overall seem to be going in the more dark direction, especially with like the new Mutants trailer. Oh, man. So yeah. let's just dive all the way in, Kevin. I'm here with you, buddy. Come on, Kev. 
Come along, Kev. Come along. Come along, Kev. Come along. Come along. Oh, so if you had to, if you had to rate the trailer as we do here on on a, a little bit of nerd. By the way, it has shattered the uh, it movie trailers record of views in the first twenty four hours on YouTube by a lot. It has two hundred and thirty million views within the first twenty four hours. Uh, it had one hundred ninety seven. That's fucking insane, dude. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> 230 million views in 24 hours. Think about that. Wild. I'm going to give this trailer a hard see it. If you somehow have been sleeping under a rock and have not seen it, just what are you doing? It's not even that long, but I also agree. See it. See it for sure. All right. Moving right along in our show, it's that part called DCTV Stuff, otherwise known as Jalen Recaps the Flash because Bilky doesn't watch any of the shows and Arrow got moved to Thursdays. <laughs> We are never changing that title. Not once, not never. However, today's show is going to encapsulate not only The Flash, but Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, and Supergirl, because this week, Bilky, they did their four-series epi- four crossover again. Was it amazing? Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> let, me just, let me just tell you something right now. I don't understand how in this world that DC is doing everything so right on TV, but they can't get anything going right aside from Wonder Woman on the big screen. Like, the budget that these TV people have to work with is, like, breadcrumbs, essentially. Yet they are able to deliver this crossover that had me in tears, had me laughing, had me in awe of just pure spectacle, what they were able to put in for a TV crossover, Bilky. This is unbelievable. Dude, you're blowing my mind still. It sounds unbelievable. I don't understand because I guess it's just rich people not caring anymore. I just think that they get too much money and they think it's all about special effects and making stuff blow up and they forget about the story, which because of budgetary constraints or constraints, uh, these TV people have to. Like they, they can't sell it on spectacle. They Dude, I mean, they just can't. I blame Michael Bay for all of this. Oh Jesus. <laughs> He Leave started him on alone. this explosion no. crap. Leave him alone. Michael Bay is fine. He is fine. I will argue for Michael Bay Damn in, a you, different, Michael Bay. in a different podcast. <laughs> but let's go through episode by episode. So the two-night crossover, it started on Monday night, and then it proceeded to go on to Tuesday night. They actually moved Arrow off its Thursday slot this week to Tuesday night, so we had a part one and two go back-to-back on Monday night with Supergirl and then an episode of Arrow, air quotes, and then it moved to Tuesday night with an episode of The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. And those are their regular time slots. But Arrow got moved to Monday night for the sake of the crossover. Thank God. Uh, first thing to note, um, not, even though these were technically in these time slots of Supergirl, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow, etc., they never felt like any one particular show's episode. It felt like, okay, we have these time slots, but we're just going to tell the story over these four time slots, and they're not going to really germane and pertain to every, you know, episode. Like, the Supergirl episode, air quotes, that's supposed to be her episode, didn't feel like a Supergirl episode. It just felt like this is when we're starting the crossover, and then by the time we get done with Legends of Tomorrow, this is when we're ending the crossover. So it was very organic in that way. Dude, I feel like being a DC TV fan is so rewarding because there's so many different shows happening throughout one week. Exactly. And then they combine them all. Like, how could you not enjoy that? You're sleeping, bro. I am sleeping. You are sleeping. However, I will say one of my biggest takeaways, which I found fascinating when I got done and really sat with this crossover, I texted you about it. I said, I think you can go and just turn on this 
crossover, and you can watch it if you haven't caught up on all the shows and just have a phenomenal time. Now, there are some significant emotional beats and moments that you'll probably go over your head and you'll probably just take as, like, you know, kind of filler stuff until we get to the next big action beat. But overall, I think you can probably watch this crossover and be fine. Do it, people. Do it. Uh, so, so the first episode in Supergirl, we get this cool, like, um, opening sequence where they go through all the major cities. They go to Starling, Central City, etc. They go through all the shows and show where the characters are at. Everyone has not RSVP'd to Barry's wedding, by the way. That's the central theme of the crossover is Barry and Iris' wedding is happening this week. All the uh, super friends are invited, of course, because those are really the only people to hang out with. Um, and uh, at the wedding, it, it goes down. It goes down. It opens up with a great shot of Nazi America. Uh, Earth-X is basically this place where the Germans won World War II, took over the planet. It's all bad. So we get this cool shot of the Nazi version of Arrow, and he's just wrecking dudes, and he fights, uh, what's his name, the, the Guardian, who is from, Super, from, from Supergirl, and he just, he kills him. There's no chance. He, Guardian is toast within, like, ten minutes. It's so amazing. So why is it always a wedding scene where tragedy strikes? You know, these supervillains, Bilky, they just, they don't care. It happens in every single show that I can imagine that has a wedding and some drama. Kind of. Kind like, of, yeah. Rick and Morty? Uh, eh, good plug. Game yes. of Thrones? Oh, my God, the Red Wedding. Now the super, like, it's seriously in every medium of art, I swear. <laughs> I think it's just because it's a quick way to do irony, like, dramatic irony. Like, this is supposed to be the happiest time of your life and then not immediately. That's what I'm saying. Like, just for once, let someone be happy and then go after Jeez. Destroy the honeymoon. <laughs> there you go. But, um, yeah, but anyway, so this episode, the big highlight was the fight scene at the wedding. We see everyone get their moment in the show. And in particular, I had to pick out. Wally West has this awesome scene where he, like, catches some bullets in, like, flash time and then just swipes a dude's leg and then knocks him into a wall. And then he's just sitting there like, yeah. I'm like, oh, Wally, you're the man. I couldn't help it. Like, I screamed at the TV. It was, it was freaking phenomenal. Do your parents watch this with you? No. Oh, okay. It's just me. I turned, <laughs> just, Listen, yeah. I had a good setup, too. Like, I was going to watch in my room, and then I realized, hold on, I'm home alone. So I went downstairs, synced up my uh, Apple TV to my big screen TV, put the sound bar on. It was like a full thing. So I fully immersed into this crossover. So moving on to episode two, uh, it continues where the, the superheroes have to kind of fandangle and figure out okay what is this earth x why does it exist it's kind of a filler episode but not really because in every episode we get these huge like gigantic set pieces of action and it's amazing and i love it we get some more development with arrow in this episode the arrow team fights the dark oliver queen because he invades uh the star labs so that way they can get started on this secret mission i'm trying to keep this spoiler free in case you haven't seen it by the way so i'm, I'm going into some detail but not a lot of detail um and then we move on into episode three um this episode got me man it really did it broke you it got it, this episode will break you down um throughout the entire crossover and if you watch legends of tomorrow martin stein and Jax have this relationship and uh, it's it's really it gets your heart going, man. There's a couple scenes in this particular episode in this episode that are just they're phenomenal. They really are. Uh, the coolest thing about this episode is the fight between Red Tornado, the Flash, and we get introduced to a new character, the Ray, which is really amazing. Okay, that sounds cool. Yes, uh, and they to be honest, it looks like they had some leftover CGI from Supergirl, and we're like, well, I guess we could use Red Tornado. We don't have an action piece in this episode yet, but it works. <laughs> 
Hell yeah. It's amazing. I feel like Red Tornado is just uh, Flash's arms whenever he uses that one move on Injustice. Uh, basically, yeah. That sounds like Except for he's like it. indestructible, kind of. Right. So it's an interesting fight. Um, I love the introduction of Captain... We get Captain Cold back in this episode as well. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> Wentworth Miller, if you guys don't know, is actually gay in real life, and so is the actor that plays the Ray. So for a while, he left Legend of Tomorrow because I think he just was probably like over creative stuff. He wanted to do new new things, and they paid a lot of money to put to get this crossover made. And I assume the big thing with his character was if I'm going to come back, I'm going to have fun. So we get to see this uh, Citizen Cold version of Captain Cold, where he's like a do good like a do good citizen. And he is super gay, and he has some line like one-liners in this episode that are hilarious. I almost died. I want to watch. I just want to YouTube it now. Slight spoiler: so when they first meet up with the crew, they've been captured and taken to the Nazi camp on. Uh, they actually go to an internment camp on Earth X, and Captain Citizen Cold and the Ray kind of break them out or whatever, and they're in this bunker. And then Citizen Cole looks at the Flash and he goes, "I love your outfit. Did you make that?" And I was like. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. I was like, okay. <laughs> and it's so different because if you, if any of you are fans of the show, you've seen the other version of Captain Cold, so it's just like this big contrast. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to get you laughing. Of course, then we get the finale. Everything goes down. Essentially, what has happened over the last couple episodes, uh, the main premise is that the counter to Supergirl is basically a big, time, like a big ticking time bomb. She soaked up way too much solar radiation, so she's going to explode soon. So they have to fight and kind of try to prevent that from happening. The spectacle, again, in this episode is fantastic. Worth it. Watch it. Do it. Also, one of my favorite things, if you are a Flash fan at all, the fact that we get Harry well Harrison Wells from Season 1 back as a reverse Flash, it holds up in every single episode he's in. And there's a little bit of mystery as to where he goes after this uh, crossover. And I was in tears at the end of this episode, or during this episode, actually, because um, something really emotional happens. And I, I want to leave it out because I want you all to experience it as I did. If you're fans of the show, let's just say it gets really real on the Legends time ship. Okay? It gets really real. I feel like that was hard for you. To not spoil that. I really wanted to, but I can't. I just, I don't think it's fair. It's not fair at all. Um, but overall, this crossover is leaps and bounds ahead of last year's crossover, especially the Supergirl part, because the Super, like last year, the crossover happened, and like Supergirl's episode was basically wasted. Like the last two minutes, and I'm not kidding, involved the rest of the characters introducing the crossover. Like that was it. So it was cool that actually all four shows contributed to the crossover in some way. So I thought that was really amazing. Um, there are some characters that are kind of left by the wayside, but all the essential characters from all the shows that you guys have watched are there. Please watch it on the CW. You can watch it on the CW uh, website, actually. All four episodes in a row for free. For free? For free. But yeah. Now, there is one more trailer that dropped, or that we found out about today, actually, Bilky, and uh, involves a certain character with an affection for bats. Yeah, dude, I still haven't even got to finish this thing yet. This trailer, guys, looked insane. I don't know what it is, where it came <laughs> from. Like, I don't know what studio made this or when it's being published, but this was so cool. It was a Batman anime where he takes on the Joker, and the Joker is, like, unreal cool. I don't know how they, like, who drew this. I need to find out immediately and email them or something like that. 
It's dude, amazing. What did you think of it? Dude, this is this is crazy to me, okay? So how okay, so we can do Batman right in Japan, but we but we're, but we're struggling right now, Dark Knight aside, to do it right in America where it was made? I'm I'm confused. I'm very, very confused as to why we can't get this right, get this going in the right direction. Uh, I watched the trailer, and the people involved in this, people that were involved in Kill la Kill, Gurren Lagann. Are you serious? Deadass. Yeah, if you watch it right now, you'll see in the opening credits, like, it's from those kinds of creators. Afro Samurai is involved in oh, this. Oh, I did see that. that. Yeah. It is, listen, this is in good hands, and I, I want to see what this brain-melting pot is going to happen. Guys, seriously, this is blowing. I'm watching the trailer right now as we're doing this pod. This thing looks insane. It is, like, just wait. Just it's a wait. totally new Batman story, but it looks beautiful. It does. The animation style in it is really unique because it's like that uh, 2.5D. It looks like that stuff in uh, the Dragon Ball video game that we were talking about. It does, actually. We got Takashi Osaka from Afro Samurai. You guys know who he is. Excuse me. It went by too fast. Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill. That's who the people that did the screenplay for that. That's who wrote this thing. It's like the fact that all three of those, like that, those two people together and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, from Psychopaths. Come on, that dude. Involved too. This exactly. Is nuts. It's it's a it's an insane insane trailer. If you haven't seen it, I'm definitely putting a link to that below as well as the Infinity War trailer. Um, Robin's in this. Yeah. So what do you like? What? Oh, Two Face is in this. Oh what man. Do you think okay. Of the, just the Japanese interpretation of this character. I think it's beautiful, actually. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be the the. I don't think it's gonna be a bunch of alleyway street fights and stuff like that. No. From the American version, we see. I think it's gonna be a lot of samurai swords and some classic. Um, I don't know, like battles of respect, almost. Yes. This is going to be amazing. Batman Ninja. Yes. Please watch this when I link it below. Um, I think it's interesting that, you know, to see someone adapt something that we have grown up with. You know, like Americans always try to adapt stuff from Japan and stuff like that. So it's interesting because we see that all the time. But it's interesting to see another culture's adaptation in their culture of what a character could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's amazing. Like, the fact that he's hold, like he's in a samurai, a Batman samurai suit with a katana is mind blowing to me. I feel like they, because I mean, if you watch the animated Justice League and stuff like that, and or I don't know, maybe like um, be Batman Beyond when you were a kid. Yep. That animation style you can do so much with as far as Batman goes for emotions and things like that, and I think the anime is gonna. Just blow that out of the water. Oh, for sure. It's going to be insane. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, 100%. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, Definitely watch it. It's going to be amazing. And uh, Hard yeah. see it. Hard, hard see it. Hard see it. Oh, man. Bilky, um, it's a certain time of the day. <laughs> what time is it, sir? <laughs> Bilky, did you hear about freaking Batman going to Japan and becoming a ninja? I did. It looks phenomenal. The Joker looks like some kind of psychopath, and he's got a katana. I'm very frightened. Heath Ledger would be scared. Heath Ledger would be shaking in his boots. Kind of like uh, the cowboy from that animated Toy Story thing. Absolutely. Woody. Yes, he would have himself a Woody if he looked at Batman in that samurai armor, glistening in the oh, sun. Jesus. Good Lord. Sign <laughs> for If You Want to Read, that part of the show where we give you some comic book reading recommendations or just stuff we've been checking out on on the YouTubes and 
stuff. So yeah, good good stuff. Bilky, have you done anything cool lately and checked out something that you would recommend to the the home people? Um, let me go second. Why? Why? Why do you? Why? My boss just texted me. I gotta see what she said. Oh. Oh, one of those guys, huh? Concerned about his career. Oh, jeez. Normally, I'm not. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I have a comic recommendation for you guys, and uh, it's a little personal. A little personal. Uh, This book, uh, Mothman Reborn, was drawn by this guy, Jalen Holston. I don't know if uh, you should probably check him out. He's on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. But uh, the Kickstarter for that book just got going, and uh, that's my reading recommendation is go online and... Get yourself a copy of this book. It's going to be lit, bro. Oh, I don't work tonight. Oh. She just texted me. She's like, I only need two servers. You want to take the night off? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Interesting. Dude, I was panicking about how I was going to get to work. (laughs) Seriously, but I guess I'm cool now. The Lord giveth and provideth for you. Yeah, dude, you know, I had something I was literally about to tell you. God damn it. Um, It was... I. I don't know if I dreamt about this or if I actually watched this last night because something blew my mind, but I don't know what it was. Mm. Damn it. This is very upsetting. Interesting. I did start The Punisher. Oh, good. How do you like it so far? Um, It's good. I'm this far into the first season. Wow. That first wow. episode. You are like a third of the way. You have not even begun. You don't even understand. You haven't even seen it hardcore yet. No. So I've, I learned who Donnie is. And then I saw the guy being a douchebag when he was just trying to break the wall. Just just Excellent. let the man hammer the wall. That's dude. what I'm like, saying. Why would you just leave him alone? And he stepped on – his name's Lance. Yes. That's a douchebag name. But he <laughs> he stepped on his sandwich, bro. Yes. I don't – I was like, dude, he could kill you in four seconds or less. That's if, and you are just you're, – You're like clenching your fist in your seat when you're watching it. Yeah, man. And Donnie seems cool. His heart's in the right place. Yeah, he's just trying to fit in. You know, yeah, hey, the cake. Can I come get a drink, guys? Like, <laughs> uh, first round's on me, man. And they're like, oh yeah, Donnie. And he like rubs his head like he like he's his little kid or something. I don't know, his little brother. Reminds me of Nick. It was, it was annoying. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, Crofton. <laughs> no, I'm dead. <laughs> but like a cooler version. A you know co- what I mean? Yeah, Donnie seems cooler than Crofton. Oh, for sure. Um. But yes, uh, whilst uh, getting production going on this book, of course, one of my favorite things to do when I'm working is uh, uh, to watch The Office in the background. So uh, yesterday was a bit emotional, and uh, if you guys have finished The Office, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's that part in Season 7, Episode 22, called Goodbye, Michael. And uh, that episode came on mid-page mid yesterday, and I, I had to put everything down. I had to... Uh, Take the episode. I cannot. I cannot. I have rewatched The Office probably like six or seven times in its entirety. I cannot and have not watched that episode without tears in my eyes. There is something about Steve Carell's performance in that episode that just takes me away. I don't know what it is, Bilky. I really don't. You bastards. Why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> wow i don't think it's gonna pull uh it, like i was i was watching the audio but i don't think it picked it up but i think it'll pick it up enough but anyways um as far as comic book reading recommendations i know that our friends over at the geek history lesson have a have a comic book coming out called jupiter jet if you want to go down to your local comic stores and 
pre-order that or check it out, I would recommend you do that. They have really good, like, just common sense, knowledgeable insights about comic books, and they're both writers themselves, so it's written by them. They got cool artists to come do it. I think the story is probably going to be really good, and I am going to order my stuff whenever I get my check from UMSL. Dude, that sounds really interesting. I like the name a lot. Jupiter yes. Jet. Jupiter Jet. It's I actually um, just cashed my umsel check. It's like a 1940s uh, sci-fi story about a girl with a jetpack. That's really all you need to know. Oh, right. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. But uh, yeah, that's uh, going to be the quick pod of today. Batman the Kuduk. <laughs> Anyways, we've done this again, Doki, yet again, for zero dollars and zero cents. It's always and forever going to be free. Yes. That's because we host this on podcast.com, the best place to host your podcast. It's 100% free with unlimited storage, uh, str- optimized search engine capabilities, and it keeps your, your podcast there on the interwebs for everyone to see. And, of course, you can get the reading recommendation, uh, most of them, except for this one, that I just did today on Comixology.com. It's the best place to get your digital comics because you can use your Amazon account with a couple clicks of a button and get cool stuff. I believe they're still doing like a Black Friday, sit, not a Black, but a holiday special on some DC books on there. Gonna check that out. Hi, Tide. Hi, Tide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bilky, where can people find you if they were on Twitter or Instagram or just the internet in general and they wanted to just say, hey, I enjoy your life? Before new, uh, net neutrality takes over, I'll be at LG Bilks on Twitter and B I L K O Z B Y on Instagram. Open for your own interpretation. We. Oui. Oui. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jalen Holson. It's been fun. It's been rowdy. It's been sweaty, nerds. And we'll catch you next week. See you later. <laughs>